Oh, well, hey, welcome everyone. G'day, g'day, g'day. G'day, you not g'day. G'day. <laughs> we'll leave that out. Today, um, we have dressed as Clement. Casino Royale, James Bond, baby. James Bond, baby. Nice of you to dress up, Max. I know, yeah. I didn't even know the theme. I'm not far off. Yeah, yeah. no, you've done it right, actually. You've, you've actually done it right. away with it, wouldn't I? I think the thing is, like, as, as obviously the episodes progress, I think that people are just going to start turning up, like we said, in random outfits and hope that they're gone with a theme. I was honestly <laughs> going to dress up in something mad Well, you today. messaged me at about 11am mm. this morning, like, what are you wearing today? Are you going to wear something outrageous? I thought, you know what, get involved in the theme, but he's like, this is a surprise. Yeah, it's, it's always yeah. a surprise. It's a surprise for the guests. We don't want, we don't want them outdoing us, do we? So, Clem, go on, tell us. Well, Who are you wearing? I've got a special sort of um, little bond with that. Uh, James Bond and uh, <laughs> Bond with Bond on. Well. And I'm a massive fan of Daniel Craig and his first movie, Casino Royale. The <laughs> douche. You're looking suave, I am. my friend. You do, you do look sweet. You do well, look very hard. Good. I've come straight from the office. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that was a gag. It's, it's true. I've just come from work. <laughs> What but I've seen you? Daniel Craig in a grey suit before. I have come as, uh, what's the dude's name again? Sean Connery. You're obviously a big Sean fan. Sean Connery, yeah, on the beach. Oh, I respect that. Um, and uh, One thing I would say is you, knowing... You, you, you want to close those legs. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was about, about to say. To say no, it's making me uncomfortable. No, knowing that <laughs> he's got commando, this guy, he told everyone that he's goes commando, so probably... We'll just put a censored over my crotch for the entire episode. But, you um, slut. Yes. <laughs> When I found this outfit for the lads, I was like, "You won't, you won't believe what I'm Why coming did as." You, did you buy that shirt for yeah. this, or you had that? We literally just saw him rip the tag off. Yeah. Oh, you did buy. It. I was um, about to say, if you owned that before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> what uh, are you doing, I'm sort of Sean Connery if he was a porn star. So that's sort of what I've come. Do look like as. What would Sean Connery star? be like as a porn star? Do you think? Because I don't know if there's a lot of Scottish porn stars. <laughs> Um, Anyone care to weigh in? That's the most oh, absurd yeah. question I've ever heard in my life. Welcome to Screaming Meals. Yeah, today. yeah <laughs> welcome five to Screaming minutes. Meals. Good to, good to see it. We've been trying to get you on since... Um, forever. Yeah, since, since forever. You were actually me- you were meant to be the first guest. Before was I, even me. Was I be the debut? Uh, actually, that's not no, exactly true. No. We might have to cut this bit out or at least beep some names, but I think... supposed to be the first really? guest. No. Without very, very... <laughs> With our very, very vague plan, uh, we said, right, um, Felipe Clem and blah, 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 blah. Future episode number six, when it's peaking. Yeah, um, we're really in the swing of things, you know. Yes. Uh, anyway, I know you've been, um, you've been eagerly awaiting today, so... Know, um, I'm very excited to be I've here. I've seen a few videos of you answering uh, fans on your, on your Twitch stream there mm. about asking about the old screaming meals. I know, they've been piling in at me mm. ever since you guys started this, so here yeah. we are. What's up, the fans? Well, you are my favourite um, retired racing driver, let's mm. say. Yeah, yeah, oh, what? Sure. Retired? <laughs> <laughs> You've got, like, favourite drivers and retired drivers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like to call it a sabbatical, that's the right word. Sabbatical? Yeah. I'm yeah. taking some time off, I yeah. might be on a track soon. Well, I'm, honestly, I don't blame you after competing against us in uh, 2019. But firstly, you guys... I want to talk about that. You yeah. guys were racing each other in... Uh, 20... 2014. 2014? Yeah, that year KF- you were with KF- Unbelievable KF- Waft and... Oh, here uh, we go. It was just sort it's of... It's already started. His engines kept seizing every week because they were that illegal. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> we shall not it's like del- Clem's on the Marshall post again. We strapped the best engine on, obviously. <laughs> Blown up after three laps because it's on 29,000 RPM down the straight. I remember the first time I raced you, actually. Do you? When 20, was it? 2014 Kirpin German Championship. Kirpin. It was that race that Logan Sargent broke his arm, I think. It was his arm. Do you remember that? Kirpin, you need to remind me of this later. Kirp- is it where all the chicanes Like, are? last chicane, like... It's like... Was, there and then was it, that like the a really... cosmic or something? Yeah, it was yeah. You were cosmic, race. weren't you? Yeah. Yeah, so Logan broke his arm. Mm. Do you remember that? Yeah. Um, at T1, it was it was Armstrong driving that line. <laughs> it was starting about P10. Right, so, right. so, P10. You, broke, so you broke Logan's arm. No, it was P10, starting... German champ. No, actually, it was... No, it. it was... Maybe it was P8. No, I was on the inside, so it was P7. probably P7, more or less. Matters. And... I think he was off P3 and I've just pushed the line so hard. Logan's honestly this bloke at the start's flipped. He's gone Until KZ. He did it to me in Laconca, I fell out the go-kart. No, Tom fell out. You hit Tom Bale. I remember Laconca, the hairpin, remember? Yes. We were in KF, it was like Champions Cup or something. I'm starting like fifth. Tom's behind me, mm. seventh, your uh, ninth or whatever. I remember going into the hairpin and just Tom's come past me out of the wagon, like just his body, (laughs) just his body. You're behind us on the curb, that's lovely, I'll take that. So we've been absolutely launched. I've looked back, Tom's stuck to the tarmac because I'm (laughs) in a suit like this. (laughs) He's gone through and I'm out the race. You can talk so much shit because racing you was maybe one of the most scary, most scary experiences of my life because you, when when you're behind someone, you don't overtake, you just push. Like, I'm not going to get my tyres dirty. You know when Future was behind you? Yeah. You're just getting Well, to be the honest, the, the, the funny story I have about Laconca is... About? It's true, mate. It's just because you're sour when, about when, Red Bull. When, <laughs> when Future was got... <laughs> I am. We'll get to that. This <laughs> <laughs> idiot. Right, go. In, right, in casting, you were like, F you, I'm not, I'm not just going to pass you cleanly. I'm going to make you make sure you know I'm behind you. And I'm just going to hit you the entire lap. And eventually I'm just like, fuck, just can you just pass me already? <laughs> exactly, mind games. Mate, honestly, to be honest, the, 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 the time that sort of my introduction to uh, international karting was actually probably a couple of races after just started in 2014. I remember mm. you were there obviously with an arm in, uh, in RFM. And I was in Cosmic. And somehow, some, some way, in, in one, one shape or form, I managed to do a really, really good lap in qualifying at the European Championships for the <laughs> first round. Somehow. Somehow. Because <laughs> this is my first time. You know, I was like, oh, somehow. And you come in and the mechanics like P2. You know? Yeah, exactly. I was, I was very surprised. And um, so I was starting on pole for three of the six heats that we were partaking in at La Conca. And obviously, this was before the front fairings. I didn't see the end of those three laps because by the time I got to turn three, the hairpin, I was pretty much on my head every single yeah. time. And uh, so yeah, I, 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 you're probably in, probably a couple rows back, right? Pushing along? I was probably ahead of you if it was your first <laughs> I was starting on pole. <laughs> you had the fastest engine in go-karting I have ever Honestly, seen. says this about everyone. Fast. Everyone but him Clem, had a good Will engine. you back me up on this? Well, I can remember a 2015 go-kart race at Laconca International Circuit where I finished second at the World Championships and I could sort of see an RFM wagon, which did seem to have the Subtle Max flex. Futural seal on the, on the engine. Max Futural seal. That kept, a <laughs> sort of distancing me out of the corners and I was like, well, do you know what? I might as well be world champion because 
He's in a different league. So obviously, were you at that world championships, James? I was actually. Yeah, I was actually officiating the event. So (laughs) I was up there in the tower. I saw all of this stuff going on, and I thought, you know what? That's true. That's true about this engine, though, isn't it? It is. I start. I came to him at the start of the weekend, gave him ten thousand euros cash, and we moved on. Mm. He never scrutinized it once. (laughs) (laughs) That makes sense. There was some. Mad stuff going on in karting there. Yeah. Oh, there was. Not with us, but uh, and, and, certain teams. And there, and there was some stuff going on on the track as well. Yeah. <laughs> certain teams, that engine, we go in there for three hours, come out, it's okay. Yeah. I mean, it helps if you're Italian, but we'll, we'll dust anyway, over that. Yeah, we'll yeah. Um, I th- I'd imagine that. for karting, you would have just been like beautifully oblivious to anything technical going on whatsoever. <sighs> I'm still beautifully oblivious <laughs> to just about everything in the world. Um, <laughs> all right let's, let, let's <laughs> is this going to be another marcus bashing episode i love those oh yeah i'm not for that. i'm not, <laughs> yeah. keys- I'm I'm not keys- keys- coming back of it please yeah, don't yeah, yeah. well you heard it here first fans <laughs> um anyway so as i was trying to point to before i wasn't talking about 2014 i was talking about 2018 formula renault you two raced each other no we were, no, we were in the same championship. I uh-huh. was at the back, he was at the front. So it were, we really didn't I've race thrown, each yeah, other. I never really saw him on track. Apart from when in practice he like let me pass. Yeah, F two. But he's very 2. clean 1. always. He, like if he's on his cool down lap, he always gets out of the way. Good bloke. I am actually a very good bloke for that. Never, is, only one's is. got a penalty for There's really some screwing someone. <laughs> Go on. Uh, yeah, this year, Jenna. Um, sorry to my mate. Uh, well, not really. Yeah, we get Ollie Caldwell, you know, just sort of didn't get out of the way and just actually moved into him. <laughs> but anyways, we'll move on from that. Um, yeah. All's well that ends well, eh? Yeah. All yeah. Well. Anyway, so you won that championship, obviously, in uh, 2018. Describe you won, us. Yeah. Uh, I did win. 2018, great year in general, just a bit. Were you, were you living in London at the time? <laughs> no, I was in and out of London. Oh. I was just really happy all year. Summer was fantastic. Summer World was Cup great. was on. Great Love Island season. Correct, exactly. Actually, yeah, that could, maybe that's an yeah. option for you. I think the like, best thing for me with that year was if I did do a good lap, mm. I was actually at the yes. front. I wasn't nine-tenths off in each mm. sector. Well, so that was always coming into Welcome 2019. I remember there was there was almost like I remember ART. They had three good drivers, really good drivers. You obviously had just won Formula Renault. Yep. Christian, I think, finished second in Formula he Renault. Was second, yeah. And then Beckman, who was, I don't know how he performed. He, he'd had a lot of experience in F3 at, at that point. Yeah. So we so were expecting he had won a couple of races the year before in exactly. gp3 he'd done a few years of f3 because he went to f3 really early so and obviously art was like notoriously good so it was like okay because yeah, it was just transitioning from gp3 to that f3 yeah. car so we were thinking art team to be with yeah absolutely i, I was thinking almost this almost the same when i was with prema obviously prema came from the other f3 championship and we were like okay these guys are going to be hard to beat for sure high tech will also be hard to beat uh, they had three good guys as well. Um, and I remember you said you only thought that until the first new tyre run at the pre-season test, if I'm correct. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's when I also realised I've got a long season ahead of me. Oh, mate. It's a very sad afternoon, that was. But you, you ended up having quite a short season ahead of you, didn't you? No, that no was, not that yes, one. Yeah, I finished that, that one. Yeah, oh, right, nice. Up and down, but there was glimmers of hope. Yeah, so pre-season testing... Um, so we've, we've come into a new tyre run, uh, P1 by four tenths. And I'm like, that was all right. Come in, Weybridge. They give me the piece of paper with the weight on it. And I'm like, 
kilos overweight. And I've just obliterated the field. We're going to beep out the numbers. Uh, and then I'm like, how the fuck is this possible? And my teammates were like fifth and seventh, whatever. Sweet. I think you were like P3 that day. I was all right. I wasn't bad. And I was like, that's unbelievable. Just the gap was a bit concerning. Yeah, but you obviously didn't know how much weight we had in the car as well. So well, I was presuming it was probably about 400 kilos. So we were worried. <laughs> I was. We <laughs> rubbing a bit of salt into the old wound there, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. At what point did you realize, shit, we're not on, pace, on the pace this year? First quali. Really? What happened in that the first early? quali? Not a lot by the sounds of it. No, Barcelona. It was just the... I wasn't actually bad in Barca. I, the qualifying, I didn't do a good job. But in the race, I was like top five. Mm. But it was just the race pace and the no deg for you guys. that I was just like, geez, it's going to be a long year. Mm. But it was kind of more throughout the season, I realized how much faster you guys were. Not the first race, because I thought... We laugh about it, Clem. Everyone There's has a story. two races with him. That Go, I on. Realize. Go on. Go on. First oh, yeah. one was... Um, I'll start with the not ridiculous one. Which one was Spa. That? Okay. You won't really remember it. It was just like mid-race. I've got Deg already like eight laps in. I'm like, fucking hell. I mean, clean air at least. Got this bloke. My mirrors are just this red Prema car. And he's following me through all the high speed like this. I'm like, how the fuck is his tires not overheating? Got Deg or whatever. He's got, that's the fourth shot of tequila. Yeah, by the way, every time you say tire Deg, you're going to do a shot of tequila. Chin up, Good luck to you. Looks like Maddox is going to be a... <laughs> Rough night tonight. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. before we were on the fence whether or not we are going out tonight. <laughs> and it, we were, he was, I was surprised he wasn't having any tire problems. Does that count as a shot? Yeah. That's, That's a fifth That's one. Five, yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay, whatever. And then after about five laps of him sat behind me, because if I sat behind someone for a lap round spa, You'd be dead. the next yeah, lap was 1.8 seconds off. I was out. Yeah. Mm. Comes past me. And then the next lap, you must have dropped me by at least two seconds in sector two. In sector two? I yeah. thought you meant a full lap. And he was gone. The... Like, gone. The worst one for I me. I don't even remember that, honestly. No, you won't. Cause I, I, that let's, scarred uh, let's... me. That was just probably another normal overtake for you. What was, let's wait. What's the first, the most, the, the worst race you ever did? Go on, you're about to say it. In Paul Ricard, right? Yeah. It's not. I is think, it not Ricard? you're talking about is Monza, aren't you? Yeah, that was really horrible. Was it Monza? It upsets me talking about I remember Monza. that section. This is what I was going to sell him. Oh. My worst ever race? Um, I don't know. No, 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 no. In the they sense were all like that, yeah. horrific in No, I mean like worst in comparison to like, holy shit, that guy's fast. Monza. Yeah. yeah. Monza. Monza. Or, or Sochi. <laughs> Sochi was ridiculous. Well, I remember Monza. Let, let, from my perspective. Did, did a J-Hen drive through the field with no DRS? <laughs> so yeah, this is what I was going to get to. So I qualified right in Monza. I was like third, fourth. Well, all three of us had penalties. But we all didn't move anywhere on the grid. No, so I think I think you were already pole, no? No, Something Chris like Lungard was pole. Okay. I was like third or fifth, one of them. Hmm. And I qualified and I got, second, yeah. but I had like a 10-place I had a 10-place penalty. penalty, but still started like fifth. Okay, well, the, us three, we started like ninth, 10th, and 11th. Yeah, so I've started within the end, was it the end of the first or second End lap? of the first lap. End of the first half, he started like ninth. I was fourth or fifth. I've gone into Parabolica, like not even thinking there's anyone behind me to defend or whatever. Turned in, done my normal line, got on the power, like completely normal, not aware of any cars around me. I'm just turning in on the power, going out to the corner. This bloke has come round my outside like that. 
pulled back ahead of me before I even get to the exit curve of Parabolica <laughs> and pulls away like this. I just... <laughs> and then passed a guy down on the next And then floor. passed the next geezer ahead of me, who's a second ahead of me at the time, into turn one. No, I was going to ask about Paul Ricard because obviously Marcus, that, that one race in, in 20, uh, 2019, obviously mm. stalled at the start and was dead last. And pretty much any guest that we've had that. on has oh, got a yeah. story. I do remember that. Yeah, everyone's got their own. Everyone's bit. got a story. Everyone's, no, got, their everyone's own got a story. story. I don't actually remember that weekend. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I raised it from. Well, I mean, we were talking to uh, Felipe early on, obviously when he was on with me when I was ba back when I was a guest, <laughs> and um, yeah, so we were talking about that particular race where uh, he was fighting, you know, tooth and nail against his teammate, and uh, just. Marcus went round the outside of turn 11 as if nothing happened. And yeah. about two corners later, Marcus was gone and he wasn't there anymore. Like, it, that's what it was like that season. It was I ridiculous. Felt, I felt like he was driving. Obviously, I was Red watching boring. from the outside. Red boring. Red boring. I come in. You, you're always pretty quick at Red boring. Yeah. I've said yeah. that before. No, no. It was Yuri in the lead. I was second, Marcus third. We're all within about, what, five tenths of each other? Yes. Excruciating. But I was, I was doing the last corner wrong. I was in the wrong gear the whole race. So that's why I would never really get close enough to him turn one. Mm. Then up the hill. Is that, which page of the excuse book is that? Being page number one. What's your excuse for not passing me? Yeah, I got out to an early lead. I was like, life's good. I'm just going to look after my tires like Paul Ricard. I'm going to be like two seconds left faster than everyone at the end. This is in my head. And instead, these geezers are like going like, Quali laps from lap one. Yeah, but there's no deg. The, well, I didn't know that. So I was like expecting six. Shit. Six and one. Anyway, Vips comes past. Max comes past. I'm like, all right, time to cut the shit a bit. I got to push. <laughs> and so I get, in, I get bit. into Max's toe. Life's good. I'm like, I'm still gonna win this. All good. All good. All good. And then. Uh, I get on the radio to my engineer. It's like lap ten of twenty or whatever. I'm like, okay, now I'm gonna push. This was on the broadcast as well. It was broadcasted. Okay, like, now I'm going to push prime time. <laughs> All right, mate. Paolo, tutto posto. I'm going to push now. So, I push, broadcasted. I catch you like 200s that lap. 2,000. <laughs> the next lap loses half a tenth probably. And never gains from his big push. <laughs> I was like... That's what, that terrible realisation. What a penis. You were, you, you were in like the DRS train. And you weren't fast enough to pass Yuri, but you were just fast enough to keep me behind. Yeah. And it was But just... no one made a mistake that race either. It was the most frustrating race in the but world. But it's Red Bull ring. Shouldn't you be able to take like pretty much every single DRS? I just thing? didn't have... I was never really... I'd have to do a crazy lunge. Trust me, Clem. If it was possible, I would have. But uh, I had that much pace in my pocket. It I just really couldn't wasn't. do it. You just kept it in your pocket, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> oh far out. That was the one it that got away. Really I swear, mate. I'm surprised you didn't fire it around the outside. Cause I swear, every time you get frustrated, you're not you close just send enough, an right? outside move. We and never were. I never felt like I was. Yeah. Clem, were you in that race? No, I was firmly in front of my telly on the couch. Again, I was officiating <laughs> it, and um, I look. It was embarrassing. Thanks, mate. <laughs> it was embarrassing. But um, still happy to be on the podium that day, though. I was as well after the yeah. first round. Thanks to all the other F3 cars for a great day's racing. And obviously afterwards, you came, uh, you stayed in F3 actually the following year. Uh, pretty probably shouldn't have. But pretty, yeah. let's put it this way, hard year. 
Um, I was there as well. It was a pretty rough year for me as well, to be honest. Yeah, it's a very tough. The, the, my, the, to be honest, the highlight of my career was actually going around the outside of Max Future at Turn 3 in Hungara Ring, I'm pretty sure. I don't remember any of any of that season. It's like been deleted from my brain. Oh, so you've like just put it in the past yeah. and just went, nah. Yeah. That didn't happen. So you don't want to talk about that, I guess. <laughs> no, we well, can. that's one less topic to scrub we off can. the list. I just need another glass of that if we're going through 2020. Yeah, yeah. Where's that the, leaves um, us with golf. <laughs> can we figure out how to open this wine? It's a, it's one of them cork ones. I don't know how to do that. Have this could, this could be a podcast in itself of you trying to figure out the engineering. Well, you could probably do it with his like finger or something. Ding. Yeah, you need a, a, a corkscrew. Oh, you do? You? It's not, doesn't just... There might be one in the bar. Where's, where's the waiter? He usually opens it for me. I actually have done this. Is we, are we rolling? We are. Don't mean in the, remember to stick yeah. to your corners. So I've actually done this once before. I, uh, I had a problem with my tooth, um, my molar. I'll put a photo up on the screen for you. It's not good. Uh, it blew up the size of a balloon. And I was in so much agony. And I had no like paracetamol or anything. I was just like... The only way to remove the pain is just by drinking wine. So that's good medical advice. Um, that is good. So Try I help with all the infections. Yeah. So it's I actually full of antioxidants. I did this, and I screwed it in like that. Am I doing it right? I'm just looking at Clem's reaction. Knows what's right. So is that how you do it? Is it not? He's actually no no. To be fair, that's all right. he, he's done it. But the only thing is. He just didn't rip off the the, the sort of thing at the seal, top, yeah. the seal. Yeah, so it's just gonna floor. it's just gonna go all over like whenever he pours yeah, it. Yeah. If you get a seal tasting wine, and God forbid you get what some wine on that go gorgeous go outfit. Hang on a second, lads. Look, what you gotta do? Here we go. What you gotta do, mate? You gotta get the cork. You gotta give it a wee sniff. How does it smell, mate? Cork like wine. I think that smells. What's it meant to smell like? Yeah, give Clem a whiff. That smells grouse. What is it meant to smell like? Wine. So you got some some. Oh, here here we we go. go. (laughs) You got some. Definitely a little bit of leather in there. Leather. Some pepper. Pepper. Hang on, let me let me give it a taste to make sure it's not. Black cherry. (laughs) Rory (laughs) Cavanagh. Yeah, so, so some 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 cherry in there. Right, so, so there's right. blackberry as well. Hang on, I'm just gonna taste it, make sure, make sure it's right. Smoky undertones. Definitely, I told you it was the the leathery sort of smoky. Are we gonna have to censor this? <laughs> Listening to you say that, that tux, it's ridiculous. Oh, hold on. Do you want a wine review? Welcome to Clement <laughs> Novalax. <laughs> Clements Wine Corner. Clements Clements Wine Corner. So here we've got. Do you want to shut up in Clements Wine Corner? Just put some wine, thank you. Was it uh, Allegrini from 2017? So rather young red. Mm -hmm. Um, Would you like some? Oh shit! Am I still drinking the (laughs) Craggy (laughs) Red? Oh, now I know. Is it a different wine? Yes. Oh, that's why you asked me to down it. You should have told me that. I thought it was the same. Okay. This was a present as well. This is, uh, okay, so this, oh, you can already tell the colour's different. Yeah, the colour's definitely darker. Because, uh, we can compare that. Yeah, a lot darker. Last grape. Yeah, for sure. I think, um, so definitely younger. What, what sort of year is it? 2017, I suppose? 2017, yeah. Correct, exactly. And, uh, what? 100%. Definitely. 
So, Marcus, what are you sort of smelling in them undertones there? Are you are you feeling anything from from your nostrils? Do you guys always <laughs> drink wine on this? We drink something. Well, it's new. It's just really it's new. It's Clement Novak's Wine Corner. Mm. Um, why don't you use your own wine? I could. I bought Did this. You make your own um, wine? It's actually. My, even my parents have said who they love wine. They've said it's really good. Really? I'm not even joking. How am I hearing about this for the first time now? How have you not told them when you drink wine on the podcast? <laughs> I don't know. You know, I like to keep things on. Oh, the anyway, or is um, the vineyard? Have a, have a geezer to match. <laughs> Sold it off. Yeah. <laughs> Reclaimed by the bank. Sold it to get that suit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Two great plots. Smoky undertakes. Better or worse? Uh, I don't think it's as good as the Craggy Range. Nothing is. No, I don't nothing. like this as good as the other one. Well, it's because it's about as strong as any wine you'll ever have. Um, I can actually smell it. And you can see it from the uh, the little dry bits coming down on the sides here. You can definitely see the, the alcohol content. And um, this is why we predominantly have female viewers, for whatever reason. We have 98% female viewers on Screaming Meals. <laughs> what? None of us can figure it out. I'm guessing it's because of the wine tasting and the stupid outfits. I think it's James's outfits that drag the viewers. <laughs> Quite possibly. It I mean, is. Yeah, ladies Today love, they're going to be very happy. Ladies love a city boy. That's, yeah. uh, that's, a, that's a true fact. City boy. <laughs> no, if you work in the city of London, if you're a, a, an insurance broker, if you're proud enough to call yourself an insurance broker or an underwriter, then uh, yeah, you're a city boy. Underwriter. Underwriter. Not undertaker. Common misconception. Underwriter. Like, it, let's go into like a hypothetical situation here. If you were at a bar... And you don't have a girlfriend, hypothetically. Yeah. What would you? How would you pick up a girl? Um. God, jeez, you're going back some years now. Um. Most, I'd probably stand in the corner, smile awkwardly, and watch her get <laughs> off with one of my other mates. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's usually exactly how it went. Well, you um, wouldn't use the city boy line. Yeah. No. Look, well, <laughs> look, you, you, we could go out right now and into the city, like next to the Gherkin, and sort of where all that kind of carry on is, and it would just be Essex boys in suits trying to chat up anything within a, a two mile radius. It's horrendous. Yeah. It really mm. is awful. But mm. um, great fun. I'll, I'll just take you guys out on, on a work night out, bust yeah. out the old expenses card again, hey? Yeah, mate. Yeah. Bust out the expenses card. How, how do you do it, Marcus? Actually? Yeah. How do you? Yeah. How do you uh, go about hypothetically if you didn't have a girlfriend? Oh, I don't have a girlfriend. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, I wouldn't know how to do it, mate. Mm. I'm um, fairly. I don't know. I've seen you chat. It's probably not the best chat. Well, no. It's, it's, it's normally very normally he has a few drinks and he he looks at me, he gives me that look, don't you? The real it's, subtle. It, it's the, <laughs> that look and I go no <laughs> he's like I'm like no 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 Marcus just stay here and he's like and then I'll go up he and just I'll looks say, at me and goes fuck you and then goes <laughs> <laughs> then tries to impress them with his broken Italian which I've seen over the years gets better when you when you first started learning Italian you would only speak it when you were drunk mm, it's but now it's true. very good that's true yeah. well there is a story about you um I think we talked about it before, about how you did a, a full, a full. I think it was a half an hour long debrief to your engineer in at about 3 a.m. in Italian by voice message. Yeah, that was in the old Prima days. Um, nah, but that's, that's uh, a bit shameful, really. Um, <laughs> what, I would, what I would normally do if I'm going to speak to a woman is I'd firstly say, hey, do you follow me on Instagram? And I'd be like, screaming meals. 
I'd pull up the screen with me else and I'd be oh, like, Oh, sure you would. That's yeah. me. Yeah. No, I'm yeah. not sure about that one. And not most sure about that one. 60% of the time, they'll be like, Oh my God. No way. Do you know James Blair? Yeah. Do you know James Blair? <laughs> <laughs> the other go to pickup line is, um, Hey, I used to be teammates with Mick Schumacher. <laughs> The, the, that, we'll that, that see, like that would be funny for me if I hadn't heard this story before off air. <laughs> That's a large beep. <laughs> the, yeah, the worst. I've heard you say that not on a podcast. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> the, it's, it's, I, the Instagram one hundred percent. The Instagram thing that. in particular, because I know that what you do, I know that what you do, and we might need to cut this out, but you do. Show, <laughs> you'll show somebody oh. the screaming wheels Instagram, and then they'll lose interest quite quickly. Um, and then you, oh, dang, I've got another one, and then you pull up your, your other. Instagram, where you got the I've old blue tech going. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, I mean, hold on. I have a single greatest story about Mark. This is this won't go on. I know 100% it won't. But basically, we're in Budapest, right? We're out at the grid, Everything the grid club. Everything happens at Budapest. Everything. And that so, really Marcus literally there. walks up to me, and obviously, we've had a fair few amount of drinks. And he just walks up to me and just goes, Check this out, mate. This is the power of Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> he walks over to these two lovely looking ladies and put it this way Marcus just goes hi and just hands his phone over and just walks off <laughs> and he just go? goes and he goes no 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 wait. he basically chatted to them for about like less than 30 seconds and said oh yeah do you want to follow me on Instagram gave him his Instagram and walked off and he was just like he came back to me and he goes just look at their face just they couldn't look more disinterested when he was there and all of a sudden they were drooling and he was just like the power of instagram (laughs) (laughs) that may have happened (laughs) (laughs) well you know that max and i we share a birthday right that is true you do you do 29th of july seemingly always Celebrating our birthday together in Budapest. Something always, always bad happens. I've heard. It's terrible. All roads lead to really Budapest bad. when it comes to a big old night out. Oh, mate. 2017. <laughs> no. Wait, that... is this the Nico Hulkenberg? Yeah. Oh, I forgot fuck. you told that. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's not good. Um... <laughs> Can't do You're that. not a Renault driver anymore, you sweet ass. Wouldn't mate. be either way yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't remember much of that night. That was why it was good. It's, I, mean, Juan, I think, uh, yeah. Juan was a great storyteller because he he. Oh, he was there the whole way. Well, he just he's such a bad influence, isn't he? He's like he no, just he wasn't you. drunk. No, and he was making us do. But it was also things. our birthday, so it was like he's trying yeah. to give us a good time, you know. Yeah. What a good time is. Waking up Nico Hulkenberg at 3 No, no, we didn't wake him up. We didn't even no, like, know, but, go to the room. I know, but you were thinking about it, which means... is that oh, what it was definitely on the cards. <laughs> it was definitely on the cards. How did you know we told that story, by the way? I saw it. When? Screaming it. Meals is all over the world. People, I, I went live on Twitch and the first five minutes of my stream was... Why are you waking up Nuka Hawkemoke? Why are you waking up Nuka Hawkemoke? I was like, how do people know about this? <laughs> I was really nervous. I'd like thought something had been leaked or well, I was like, oh my God. The and then is, they said Screaming Meals. I was like, oh, here we go. Well, Screaming Meals is, as, we, as, as you guys told everybody on the first show, it's all about the truth. Yeah. Mm. So obviously things are going to come out and the yeah, fact that yeah. you... Yeah, I mean, it was fine. We didn't do anything terrible. No. I think it's more on the hotel's side. Oh, for sure. Oh, so you... They thought I was Hulkenberg and gave me a room key. 
Oh, so you think problem. you're never going to be able to stay at that hotel anymore? Is that what you think? Or well, every I'm, time no, you I'm walk fine. In? I'm saying I'm blaming the hotel for giving me a key card for oh, an F1 yeah, driver. That's, that's horrendous. It is. <laughs> they know he's here for the event. He should probably like. He's probably on some list of VIPs. VIP. That's mental. 2 a.m. This oh. kid rolls in. They give him a key for the Three room. Three kids with a bottle of Dom P. Just like we had two <laughs> bottles of. Oh. Um, how tragic is that? And what are we doing? Yeah, but you. I think oh, I don't remember how it went, but we were smart enough not to go in. We were like, we God. didn't even go to the room. We well, were on the uses. floor. We were on the floor, and we're like, we never went near it. We knew that was. Like you know, things terrible. are a great idea up until the moment you're about to do it, and you're like, we got to the hallway and went, hmm, maybe we shouldn't, shouldn't do, do this. this. <laughs> repercussions of this are not going to be good. I'm going to get a call from the Renault Academy tomorrow saying, why the fuck did you wake up the main driver at 2am last night? Get to Renault's hospitality the next day. Nico's having a nap because he's knackered. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that, 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 that meme where the guy's key card doesn't work yeah. and it's just like, oh. <laughs> he's locked out his yeah. room the next day. Imagine he sees this and he's like, I can't believe that almost happened. But he's not doing much else, is he? <laughs> What would your reaction be if you were like having your race in the next day, you're off P2 and some F4 kid rocks up and wakes you up? What would your, like comes into your room and just says, hello. Tell you what, I'd go out with them. Yeah, I'd either join the sesh (laughs) or throw the bloke out of the window. Yeah. I don't know how I would react, honestly. I think, yeah, but when I wake up at that time of the night, I just feel like, what is going on? Shut the door. You'd probably forget about it. You'd think it's yeah. a dream or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why is there an academy kid stood in my fucking bathroom right Were you now? still wearing your Renault Academy? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think I had a... No, I didn't have a... Lacoste You're wearing my clothes. I think we should probably move on to Max's golf. Golf? Obviously, yeah, what's, what's your head Golf? Yeah. Probably around 12. Okay. Not That's pretty good. It's all right, yourself, yeah. James? You're an avid golfer. I, I run around about a 22, 23. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we just, good. um, we just, we were out in Austin doing some filming. I don't know if you watched the... Good, good. Good, good. Yeah. yeah. I, I missed that it. That was like a dream good. come true. Who's mm. good, good? They're like this big golf channel on YouTube. Yeah. They're like really blowing up at the minute. They just hit a mill. So what is the obsession with golf? I'm yet to get there. It's the same as... I, th- I don't me, know how to explain it. Because it's, it's really hard, and when you get it right, it's great. It's but so rewarding when you hit a good shot. It's like... I've gone to... Getting a hit of something when you hit a good shot. I've gone to the driving range about 1,600 times. But it's and different, I mate. When shot. you hit an absolute beauty Jeez. of a fade onto a green, it's fade, right yeah. by the pin. When, you're, when you're hitting a target and you're not this just... This is a different language to me, yeah. So you've got a fade and a draw. I've done like a mini golf before. Like when it's you like, like port and starboard. Yeah. They just you, you'll, right. you'll probably be hitting big slices, which are really right. <laughs> yeah. And you don't find your ball. We, so we had the conversation, um, or rather Callum Eilat and I had the conversation yeah. out at the last round of IndyCar there about potentially doing a Screaming Meals Invitational. You should. Um, getting a bunch of drivers together who will play golf and out, getting out there. A and lot of swing. people are getting into golf at the moment. Yeah. Massively. Uh, well, lockdown it, was yeah. big for it. Yeah. Lockdown was massive. That's what got us into it. Mm. Once lockdown finally finished, we went out we were like, Let's just go play golf. Yeah. And just kind of got hooked on it. Yeah, I missed that. Because when, when we were all driving and stuff, we don't really have a lot to do in the day, really, do we? No. There's not a lot of things we do oh, between amount- races. Well, actually, funny you say that, actually, because the, the last sort of productive and entertaining sort of lunch break I had was when I called you on an Instagram live yeah, and exactly. then Anam and then Dan Tictum and I pretty much got the whole 2014 grid back together on an Instagram <laughs> you did, live. Yeah, I remember that. that was probably my last productive lunch hour at the racetrack, exactly. which was about a year ago. So yeah, 
I do agree. Yeah, and we just just got hooked because me and Lando are quite similar levels. Whenever we play against each other, it's really close. Ah, uh, yeah. So you just have that competitiveness, and then again, like you said, that about, wanting to improve because it is so hard and mm. it's so rewarding. What about Tom Bale? Is he is he sort of on the same level? He's or? getting a lot better. I mean, his swing like kills me when I watch it. It like makes me want to cry every time he hits the ball. It's that bad. Mm. But, but somehow he gets it any somehow he had this or? round the other day. He must have been eight shots off me. Which for him that's is pretty really good. good. Yeah. That's which yeah. is really good for him. Just watch the swing and it goes straight. I'm just stood what, there if like, you're about to cry how? if you're gonna cry looking at Tom's swing. Imagine the state of mine. I can actually show you one of mine. No, but Tom's arms are like abnormally long. So they like wrap around his head. (laughs) (laughs) And then this club comes around. I don't know. It just hurts to watch. Yeah, but I bet. Tell you what. If he nails that, them arms, mate, the speed he'll get with that club. That's what I was going to say. The moment he's going to get his fucking drive going, mate, this geezer's going to be out driving Rory McIlroy. Yes, he's kids' clubs because his arms are so long anyway. So they're like, (laughs) the club's only about that long. No, but he's gotten a lot better. We're all into it, so it's good fun. Just yeah. go dick around on the course for you. Do you enjoy like? Do you enjoy like since you've left racing, mm. you've sort of started this entire different lifestyle in yeah. a sense. Where I don't know, I don't even know how to describe you, but if I could like zoom back at it, like when I was when you first started doing all this stuff, I was like, Max is the sort of guy that you like in twenty years you look up and he's like Jimmy Kimmel or something. Like it's just like. One of those blokes that just like, just can chat the legs off a chair. <laughs> any any <laughs> response to that? <laughs> I mean, I can like chat a lot. So what I'm asking yeah. is like, since you've left motorsport, is it almost equally as rewarding sort of having success in other areas? I mean, yes, it is. I think like, it's definitely a whole new life for me and I've had to adjust to it because so growing up racing, it's been my whole life. Yeah. And when you're what I wanted on that. to, it was my dream, you know, to get yeah. to F1. And when you have to like really say goodbye to that and face the reality of it's definitely not happening, that was tough. And then I'd say the only thing I struggle with now with the ra- not racing is when I come to the races and watch you boys. Mm. I'm like, God, because I wish you were there. I, I, have the, I have the opposite yeah. problem where I see them racing. I'm so glad I'm not out there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm. Sometimes I get really like I would think to myself like oh, well I know I miss this if a you lot. joined if you joined F two even if you joined F two tomorrow and okay I'd probably take you a couple of races to get back on it yeah. like to get your instinct back into check mm. but I'm sure that had you not done F three the second year and just gone straight to F two could be in a completely it could be a position. completely yeah. different story like exactly. look at Enzo this year like you'd see him last year you wouldn't expect him to be where he is now. It's just one of those. No, F two is one of those championships where either. That, that's also doesn't. what I think about, like what could have been. But I think I can't have that mindset because I'll just drive myself crazy for the rest of my life. So. Well, to be honest, if you want to scratch your uh, your racing itch, as we say, uh, us we say screaming it? meals boys, we're thinking about uh, having a, a little karting day and bringing mm, a few drives. Actually, we were going to we were going to go tomorrow. I looked. And I said, look, there's a race on. You know on this Friday yeah. and then um, that turned out that that was last year <laughs> so that one um, we're still waiting on confirmation but I don't think it's going to happen uh, that was last year yeah, oh my god said, yeah, boys, is it? But yeah, there's one on at Whitton Mill this it's Friday it's never too 13. late mate it's never too late we could start um, we could start Screamer's racing series 
and karting. That could be cool. Or you should do a team. I'll join. I'll be your first driver. Like a 24-hour race? A 24 would be great. A 24 would be, would be really good. You get a lot of people up for that. I yeah. think Rory would like literally get on the... Like, do sort of like a... How would you say? Like a, like a documentary on... On the racing on line. On the shoulder. Of it. Like, he's in the car with us. Yeah. yeah. He's on the back. <laughs> he's on the back bumper. <laughs> we're going to get roofed into the first corner with Rory on the back, would you? <laughs> Caution. Oh, we could, we could get some gambling elements involved. So you could, you could sort of, people could place their bets on how many positions is James going to lose for the team when he jumps in. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> that could be really good. Yeah. Yeah, ditch the Screaming Meals Invitational. That's Screaming Meals Grand Prix. I'm into it. I reckon we'll get Clem in as the qualifier. Because, um, you know, naturally we want to start off the back. He's the, well, he's then... the, only, he's the only one. Clem <laughs> <laughs> right, was, was the qualifier. I, I, was, I was about to say <laughs> he's the only minute, world champion in the room. I'm joking, Clem. I love you. World champion from what? Karting. He's world Yeah, if you discount Logan Sargent, yeah. He's vice. Or he's Logan Sargent. Vice. No, no, technically I'm actually world champion because... But where did you, did you cross the line first or second? Cross the line first in my head because I couldn't see him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there may be a lot of races or championships where I could just do that. I've won everything I've done there. That's true. You couldn't see the guy Completely in front? flawed thought process, that is me. It's true. You won F4, you won Formula Renault. You, did, you, didn't, you didn't quite win F3. But Not there was, really. There were the three red obstacles in the way. There were three red objects that were like the red arrows, mate. Three yeah, jets. actually, we were thinking about this. We, we, we discussed it, actually, with Felipe when we were going back to that 2019 year. We, we said, uh, he put it perfectly in saying that he thought they were driving a Mercedes Formula One car, and you fellas were just driving around in an F4, basically. We, it was like a different category. And I don't, I don't want to be that salty driver like, they would wee bit of chorus when my crew's done, but yeah. come on. I'll allow it. No, dude. <laughs> no, that, mate, I, I agree. Like, that I, was like a joke. You even came in to me sometimes. You go, I'm hey, sorry. even if I do a shit lap, still top five. <laughs> and I'm just there like, oh my God. I've just done the lap of my life and I'm six tenths off each sector. Oh, it must pain you to know that like in the truck, me, Jayhan and Robert were like, we are the dogs, bollocks, mate. We we're like, whoa. Yeah. And then we'd be putting money on like how much oh, Jay and I, we used to bet, right? Corner by corner. Like who's going to be quicker. We were just having a laugh, you know, we were like, life is so that. good. You're so up the road. You can just bet with each other on who's going to be faster in that corner. Uh, isn't that how you, isn't that the reason you owed him like two or three Zuma lunches? Or yeah. Dinners? yeah. <laughs> I owed him about 1800 euros, mate. I took him on holiday to Marbella. I was like, <laughs> How else am I going to pay him off? Yeah, but if you bet him like turn three, he's just going to focus that whole session to turn three. <laughs> He'll be like 12th, but come in. You're like, I've won the bet. This yeah. <laughs> will turn three. Actually, there was, four a, there, there was a circuit like that in a way in New Zealand, uh, Tokoroa, uh, which is a real place. Um, yeah. And the, the timing line was more Tokoroa. or less on the apex of turn one. Yeah. And so if you just sent it off the road, if you didn't in break. The flyer, like the the timing split would be on the on the apex of the corner, so if you just like just don't break, yeah, you'd be pole. You're on pole, mate. But oh, you'd also like Sochi, be then. But you're so also, hard in the bin. Yeah, you got a new <laughs> last corner. You always start off the lap really well to get a drive down the straight, but then you literally just don't even break into the last corner because the line's literally twenty meters outside mate, of the last corner. I think if I cut half of that track, if I did half the distance of Sochi in my car, I would still not have beaten your lap time. <laughs> 
I actually really liked. The we we were there. We were there testing. That was the biggest advantage. Yeah, but we were there testing like a couple of weeks before that NF four. So uh, it was legal, actually. Funnily enough, we did like a. Do you know what it is? Sure. No, because Robert was obviously SMP, Russian and all that. So we went out there. Robert wanted to do the test for himself. And obviously, Renee was like, no, no, no. You're only doing it if the two others join you. So Robert had his own car. And Jayhan and I shared another car. And they didn't even have the material to make a seat. Like, we were literally sitting in the tub with, like, just a couple of foam, like, pillows. Really? And um, we did a two-day test, I think. Jayhan and I shared, like, a set of tires for two days. And I actually remember vividly because he fucking locked up at turn one on like the first morning. And I had a flat spot for a two-day test. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jayan, I love that one. And uh, we arrived for the first FP in Sochi. And like no exaggeration, we're like two, two and a half seconds quicker than everyone. It was bizarre. It was like one of the best moments of my career, I think, is looking at the timing screen. Armstrong, Schwartzman, Daravala. We um we were all in the hospitality after that quali and there was the whole onboard from Robert. Yeah. Honestly, I think about the whole grid, we were all sat around this one table. We don't really talk to a lot of the other drivers. We all came together in this sad moment to watch Robert's onboard and we all just looked up after watching the whole thing and went, fucking hell. <laughs> Everyone just went, we've got no chance. To be honest, the, the only other time, as you said, like... Um drivers coming together I, I i tend to see it a, f a fair few times this year i actually seen it but it doesn't seem to be the driver's briefing as i was mentioning in a few episodes ago it tends to be on sunday nights there there's, tends to be a congregation of drivers yeah, lungard won that part lungard won 2019 oh champ after party. he went deep purple sector Jesus. one two and three red flag in sector three though oh he oh. massive no, actually, red yeah he's he crashed last corner yeah <laughs> <laughs> topped it <laughs> topped it, topped it. <laughs> Airlifted to the hospital. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah I mean, I, I was. I, <laughs> he literally did get airlifted. Yeah, it could have been. <laughs> he needed to be. I mean, <laughs> I got the video. Are you right, Christian? Yeah. <laughs> 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 <It was> like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, bedtime. <laughs> so, speaking of outfighters, what are we all doing? So, Abu Dhabi's coming up. We should talk about some form of. Are you coming to Abu Dhabi? Maybe. Surely. Get your ass to Abu Dhabi. Last mate. year was the like, Screaming Meals oh, clan is going to be there with bells on. A crew we will be that night out there. Sunday. We've got a crew of about fourteen people yeah. on Sunday night. That's uh, Marcus. I was. I oh, he was there as well. Sunday Abu Dhabi last year. One of the greatest oh, evenings know. of my life. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, moving on. I remember why actually. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Sunday night in Abu Dhabi. Sunday night should that should be. A I large. might just fly in for that. Yeah, that's basically why. I yeah, yeah, just just flying on the Sunday. Fuck the race. Land, Land Sunday. 7 a.m. 7 p.m., sorry. Straight to the airport back. Let's, if, we, if we can digress back into some motorsport briefly. Oh. Um, <laughs> you obviously were running P1 in a sprint race, shock, was in I? Abu Dhabi last year. Oh. And then uh, what happened, mate? Were you? Yeah, you were. I was watching it. Yeah. You so know how... Um, from 16 rows back. From the fucking grandstand. You know that great feeling you have when you push the gas and the car just does nothing? Oh, yeah, I remember You this. push the right pedal and it just goes... Boah. With most of my career it's just your stomach just goes yeah it's like this moment of just what do you reckon your best race win was like your most satisfying yeah. moment in motorsport I, I i i hear this huge silence as if you've got to think because either there's been so many not, or there's, there's been so really few <laughs> <laughs> not so few just not really one stands out to me 
I've not had a crazy race where I've come like from last to the P1. Most of the wins have been like from the front. So. Mm. Those are the best ones though, I reckon. When you control it from the, the front. Ones. Yeah, I had a few in, like even in Formula Renault where it's just, just led the whole thing. Mm. No mistakes, just solid. Yeah, there's the nothing better. Through. No safety cars, just like yeah. just bosh. You feel like you just, check flag comes out, you're like, just dominated mm. that. See you later, boys. Yeah, yeah, the worst feeling in the world is um, something I actually had in Formula 3 last year, but I sort of did the first 10 laps of the race pushing so hard. I mean, it was quality lap after quality lap. And I sort of extended Lucky that gap. Mistake. I was in P1, and the guy in P2 was about four seconds back, and I was like, the moment I thought, fuck, <laughs> if there's a safety car that comes out, I am dead. As in, I have... Finished. I don't, I don't want to get a shot, but I probably will. I was looking at my tyres and I was like, there ain't nothing much on these bad boys anymore. Uh, and uh, safety car actually came out and uh, dropped back all the way to, I don't even want to tell. But yeah. Was it Zambor? Yes. Yeah, I remember watching that. <laughs> Crying from the TV, yeah. Mm. It was a rough day for Now, I don't want to get a shot either, but I also want to... Max is on six. I'm not doing so. six shots. When you get deg... People, people watching the TV, listening to Crofty and Mars, and they're like, when they start talking about tires, losing tires, blah blah blah, they don't actually know what it feels like, right? When you no. lose, when you're losing no, tires. No, most people watching haven't driven a Formula. No, but they just they you just know the expression. Get deg on your course or on the way. Explain to, work, to me, Clem, what it feels like to just lose tires. Why are you asking him like he's the expert in this? <laughs> what does it really feel like to really lose 50 I've places? seen him dead quite a few times. <laughs> he's raced in Bahrain in Formula 2 for uh, the start. Well, basically, if you want me to put it into sort of two sentences, uh, feels like sliding. It feels real shit. <laughs> Essentially. Yeah. You're going around corners and you're just, you, you know you want to turn? Mm. It don't turn. It you want to turn. put the throttle down? You want to accelerate? It just don't accelerate. Because you want to you want a corner? It just don't corner. It does it, nothing. Is it wrong. like driving in the wet, but it's dry? Yeah, yeah. Sort of. It's like driving with on a, a tail, really sandy track with a tailwind down to horrible. turn ten in Bahrain, and you you start locking. That's quite possibly the worst last sector in the world with no tires. No, but you know that long entry, the left hander. I know, mate. It's horrendous. You, you start locking at the, about the 200 meter board and you continue locking all the way to the apex to be honest one thing that i felt in the preseason test is you start locking before you even break <laughs> it like knows you're about to break <laughs> the tires are like fuck him <laughs> <laughs> pretty much and then you go around that last sector at bahrain i mean it is the sweetest thing ever when the tires are in did you drive at bahrain or not in F3, I did the test there where we had a massive tailwind into the second last corner. Ooh. Where I didn't even need oh. to turn the steering wheel to go round it. Yeah. Love it when that happens. Like this. You get on the power and it's... Yeah. You lose four tenths down straight. Oh, Lovely. Mate. Just like that. Yeah. Then cross the line, come over the radio. You job the P12, one tenth sector one, three tenths sector two, eight tenths sector <laughs> three. Which is what? Two corners? Two corners. Yeah. Good yeah. yeah. that. Arthur Leclerc is P1. Really don't miss well those times. <laughs> it's that radio. As soon as I hear it. Okay, so that was it. <laughs> well, actually, oh, here we go. funny Unplugged. you say this because <laughs> I, I, I did in my last ever quali. 
Oh my god! I unplugged the radio. Oh mate, I it's always a... a French engineer as well. Why is it always a French voice? You were saying voice? this on the last episode. You were going. Like, bad news always comes in a French accent, right? Oh, I had the similar okay, thing with, uh, with back when I was in Trident. I had my engineer come on, and there was t- there was two distinct ways he would start the radio call. So if it was okay, Clem, good job. You knew you were in the top ten, and he went. Okay, Clem, stay calm. <laughs> That's when you knew. You're not in the top That's when you knew there was a second in a sector. Okay, stay calm, but there is one second in sector two. <laughs> one second. <laughs> and there's two corners in sector two. Oh, 100%. Good luck, mate. We get the same thing in the insurance world where um, when you get your emails, you read the front of it, and if it's, hi, James, you know, it's fine. If it's just James. It's <laughs> <laughs> what have I not we done? We get the same <laughs> in the insurance world. Class. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mate, it's a sport of its own right. Mate, imagine waking up every day and every day is race day. That's the kind of pressure that we're under as a athlete. <laughs> kind of, yeah. You know, we've got, we got to get up and perform. Seven days a week, mate, no days off. Uh, I remember when... That's um, the real tough stuff. I remember when I was at school and I had to bloody wake up at 8 a.m. That was painful. No, enough. you didn't. Yeah, was that you didn't the... go yeah. to school. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, would that be the two days that it happened? Oh, God. That your was... first ever day. They love taking the piss out of how long I went to school for. About 16 it's hours. Just so easy. <laughs> was it 16 or 24? No, I went to school for. So, what's 51% of the school year? Oh, yeah, and Lawson did you by 1%. He went to school for 52% of the school year. He did one year. Uh, no, in Half high year. school. In high school. Can't, can't you tell? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is kind of evidence. No, I thought I should let him off. I thought something, something wrong there. Yeah. Uh, where was I? <laughs> <laughs> not <Exactly>. school. Basically. <laughs> not school. Should we take a toilet break? Yeah. Not school. <laughs> can't, can't handle the pressure. Now, Max. Do you like my glasses? Fuck me. I've got a comment, but I can't say it. So. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, are they that bad? What were you saying? Now, Max, uh, I was saying, obviously, since you've retired from, well, taking a sabbatical, uh, you've become an avid Twitch streamer. You can say avid. I mean, I now, definitely should stream more. What's your favorite uh, thing to stream? Call of Duty. I love streaming COD when I'm playing with my mates, but because I'm not, like, the best player in the world, like, doesn't do as well. Yeah. People want to watch. If you, if I'm going to watch a live stream of someone playing Call of Duty, I want him to be literally amazing. How do you rate my performance on the old? You're one of the worst players I've ever had the pleasure of playing with. Like, <laughs> there's this three months in lockdown where he texts me because I'd play with him and he was so bad. I'd be like, can't do that again. Like, I love Clem, but can't do that again. <laughs> then he texts me two weeks later, mate. I've got better. Trust me. Give me another shot. That doesn't at all surprise me. He would have practiced one <laughs> yeah. time. Like... Comes on again. Still shit. <laughs> another two weeks. Is that how you pass Bro, your time? I playing? swear this time I've got better. Comes on, still shit. If you, I could just scroll off my WhatsApp and that would be our conversation. <laughs> Trust me, bro. <laughs> Chief Medic's better now. I'm back. <laughs> Comes on. Now, gets the... two kills in about a four-hour session. <laughs> the reason why I was Chief Medic was because, see, all of these... These guys that I was playing with were men of action. They went out there men with their guns and they started shooting. And obviously, I had no skill whatsoever. So I was just lying out back. Yeah. You got in survival whenever, mode, right? Yeah, yeah. And whenever they needed a revive, old Chief Medic was here. I'd be literally like shooting 5,000 bullets at this whole team. Turn around. 
Clem's just in a bush over there. <laughs> I'm like, Clem, fucking get over here, you idiot. So the, the I go time... down and he like crawls out the bush, comes and revives me and goes back to the bush. <laughs> it was great, to be honest. The one time I played Call of Duty, I, I was of your mindset. I was thinking, look, this is no place for heroes. Like, you, you just... <laughs> this is no place for heroes. You get, you get those guys, the characters out there running around, shooting and doing whatever they do. And I was, look, I'm just going to find a nice quiet place and hide. How I would act in a, a real war. Like that's yeah, exactly I what I would do. You, yeah. I would just find somewhere, sit there, and wait for it to all be over. I've, yeah, never, be I've never played the game before. Well, yeah, honestly. Marcus isn't going to understand anything I was saying, but my strategy, you see, going into a game was, you know, as the circle closes, if you're fully plated up and you've got your, you've got your loadout, you're mint for the last circle. So as long as you don't do any shooting and you get to that last circle, you're mint. You're going to win. But it just never happened. No, it didn't for you. <laughs> But then when we get to that last circle, when I needed his help, he just died. Then I'm on my own against four other blokes. Because I'd be shooting up at the tree. Just I spent remember. 30 <gasps> minutes getting to this last moment of trying Actually, to win. Actually, I, re I remember. I remember this one time where I was on top of a roof and the circle was perfect and the enemy was right below. And you and a couple of other drivers had died already. And obviously, when when they die, they're watching my screen and they're giving me pointers oh, like, Clem, do this, do that. Mate. It's 45 minutes a game, right, to get to that point. So they've been hard at graft for 45 minutes. And I'm there with I'm my sniper rifle out. And I swear down. I, it, it, I wasn't steamed, but it might have looked as if I was. I bet you were, Because mate. my bloody aim was all around the bloke. And I just couldn't shoot the I've, character on the screen. I've never had me. so much more anger than that moment. Oh, yeah. He, he's never played with me since. No. Right. I'm sat there sweating, watching this, like exhausted from the game. He just needs to hit the guy once. The bloke's like this. Like, I'm screaming. Clam, you know, clam, clam. Max. Um, Fuck it. Max, I wanted to come to your house and run you over. He came to the gym with me not long ago. Switching subjects to yeah, yeah, something yeah. that I actually do in my spare time. Believe <laughs> it or not, Clem, do you do it as well? Do you know what a gym is? I, do I you lift don't. weights? Yeah, you, you obviously know what it is, James. You're in shape. I went to the gym for the first time in my shape. six and a half years a few weeks ago, and I won't be going back. Right. Well, um, good for you, mate. You, you're looking sharp. I, mate, I just, Beautiful. I, I just stress the weight off. That's how I do it. Stress it off. Yeah, just stress it out. Drink it off. Stress it out. Well, he came with me recently, Ash and myself. Um, did you enjoy that session, Max? It was good. I was really, really upset. He was that. destroyed. I was so sad. Why? Because, like, I sort of trained my whole life, right? I train about three hours a day, like, non no exaggeration. Max was like, oh, yeah, I had, had a couple of drinks last night. I'll come over and have a session with you, but I just want to take it easy, right? It's like a heavy lifting session. So, like, max bench press, max deadlift, all the rest of it. Mm. Um, Max is like, He's literally matched me on every single exercise. I haven't trained for like I'm, two years. I am <laughs> completely surprised you said this because little, like, honestly, last week, like, I see some drivers as having amazing dedication, but I've never seen someone like Marcus Armstrong coming back from three steamers in a row. And he looks <coughs> at me and he goes, I'm going to go to the gym. The it's morning after. Oh, it's not. 
It is. No, it is. No, look, eight paracetamol and a tactical cry. That's a good hangover cure. Tactical cry. I've never heard of that. That's that's how I get through. And then you go to work. (laughs) A tactical cry. Yeah, tactical cry before work, and then off you go. How how does that go? You don't want to see it on camera, mate. It's not pretty. (laughs) You know when Kim Kardashian cries? Yeah, way worse than that. Surely, way worse than that. You see, what I'll do is I'll um. You gotta sweat out the toxins, don't you? So you gotta sit on the bike for a bit, just like I did that day. You remember? Sit on the bike for about forty to an hour, forty minutes to an hour. Couldn't think about anything worse. Get the blood pumping, you know. Listen to some tunes. Listen to How Racky Big Show. Oh, of course. Um, uh, to be honest, you know, for me, Hangover Cure, Hair of the Dog, mate. Just get straight back oh, on it. Same. <laughs> it is true. Same. Hundred percent. Get is, back on that's it. That's dead right. Halloween, I was never hungover. I bet you weren't, mate. You're just straight back on the hardware. I, the, the biggest mistake I made was that once, though, and I think you've probably heard this story a few times from my girlfriend, whereas I had a, we had our staff Christmas party the night before uh, her dad's birthday, yeah. and we went out. We went pretty hard, and then uh, I had to fly to Bologna the next morning to meet them out there. This is the best story. And I thought to myself, look, it's pretty bad form if you show up like to your father-in-law's birthday hungover. So the obvious solution is just to get shit-faced again. And so I showed up. I literally, the last thing I remember is seeing them walking towards me at the airport. And that's where I black out. And she was like, you were unbearable all day. I've heard the story All you ever said, you just said grazie ragazzi to everyone, regardless of context. If you were getting into a cab, you said that. If you were getting cash out of the machine, you said it to the machine. It was horrendous. And so that's the one time it's bit me in the ass. But every other time, magic. Him, the dog. But him in a nightclub, I must say. Oh, um, it's the best thing I've ever seen in my life. Far out, it's amazing. Those when Shakira hips, comes I don't on. know, those hips do things I've never seen before there's there's a switch at the back that just disconnects it's like a diff lock to be honest yeah. Ask Marcus, yeah. i've tried to reproduce those hips not long ago mate, <laughs> and you're, mate, you're what, either mate. born with it or you're not yeah like, i yeah. wasn't i was clearly not born with but it in, in saying that james has obviously been practicing in his bedroom you know like the past yeah, four days a week years four days so, a week. Uh, hips don't lie shakira uh a multitude of things often it, uh, mariah carey lately big um, that's because you can really get a sort of slow sway rhythm, getting, you know, with that kind of stuff. Um, and then if you want to go a bit more aggressive, up, and mate, it's pit bull all day, every day. What's that? Um, pit bull. One, two, three, four. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro. Yeah, there you go. All right, I got it, yeah. See, I mean, that gets them swinging. Even yours started fucking getting a little bit loosey-goosey there. Keep it nice and tidy. Yeah, yeah nice you don't want to keep it mate. too loosey-goosey down there because we know what your situation is on the trouser front, but... Um, yeah, I don't wear undies. What, you stop? <laughs> <laughs> Should we just end the podcast there? <laughs>